0: Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. All that am, Lord, you all of my days. No back, I've left behind. about the tithes and offerings uh, moment. It's part of the worship. Don't ever forget that as we, as you go through the tithes and offerings, um, please be included in that because it re- honestly is part of our um, worship experience. Don't turn off. Uh, don't come empty handed. Um, we've got to sort this deal out of being fearful of giving and uh, the crisis of faith, of course it is. Of course it's a crisis of faith. Um, but you know what? With grace, it's all possible. So would you let me take you through something? I want to do a bit of a show and tell for about 10 minutes. And I want to give the, a basic uh, crux of why these radical born-again believers give worldwide. There's a, such a phenomena, probably even more so than when I first started to go to church in the mid-80s. I think there's more of a phenomena of young people giving to the Lord. I say giving to the Lord quite extravagantly but hang on it's not just talking about finances it's talking about this giving their time their talent their treasure one guy says he just finished uni to be a doctor he said i'm putting that on hold he said i'm going on tour with the i think it was the call uh, the call ministry is a big um, prayer ministry that outreach out to schools and so forth in the states and he says no i'm putting that on hold i'm going to serve that ministry and that God's asked me to do that. You know, boy, that's the sort of things that are happening to get God's will done on the planet. And one of the key things that is getting God's will done on the planet is this. We are worshipping with our offerings. We're worshipping with our tithe. The tithe, the Bible says in Malachi we give the tithe for the food to be in the house that there may be food in what what do you mean food the word of God the bread the Bible says that the 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 word of God is likened to bread Jesus is the bread of life the gospel is the bread it's the food that allows people to come alive body soul and spirit to be born again that's what we call the gospel the good news preaching the giving of the tithe is really God's plan for the church God's plan for the church to be able to preach the gospel to uh, unto all the nations of the earth and so father God as we give our tithes and offerings tonight you said also in that same chapter Lord God in Malachi chapter 3 you said the windows of heaven would be opened up over our life and we are so blessed for that Lord I honestly feel tonight through this worship through this fantastic worship my God the worship is, um just really set us up. But I just want to just, I see a lot of visitors in the house. And I know a lot of the young people haven't heard me state some of these things about giving. A lot of our younger guys do the giving message. One of the things you've got to understand, the context of our giving is this, that we, we talk, we're not talking about fundraising. Fundraising is what I, I guess um, the Red Cross is doing. When they pull you up on the side of the road, And you give them something out of the decency of your heart. You give them something, amen. Churches don't do that. Churches are about this. We talk about God. He owns the whole shebang. Say shebang. In fact, He created you. In fact, He gave you the clothes on your back. In fact, the creation that you love and stand under and sometimes worship, God created that, amen. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it the world and all who live in it if you're living you belong to him so father tonight we want to talk about stewardship but I want to state a, a, just a quick quote stewardship not only points us towards the rightful owner it also alerts us to the question of accountability If all the resources we manage belong to the Lord, then one day we will give an account to Him of how we utilize those resources. What's stewardship? Stewardship is about managing another's property or finances in this case. Thank you, Father, that you've given us the privilege. I really feel like the worship, you know, worship's gone up. God's will is coming down through the worship. The forces of darkness are being pushed back and righteousness I feel right now is prevailing. Bible says the morning star, Christ can arise in your heart as you be a giver, as you worship, as you praise Him and as you give Him your time, your talent, treasure. Jesus will arise in your heart. If God is in you, He's an extravagant giver. Let Him loose. Crisis of faith, I know it is, but by grace, and I'll prove that through a scripture very shortly, you can give in Jesus' name. So we're coming to the end of the financial year. Uh, All the workers understand that and a couple of more weeks so we want to reboot our stewardship welcome to the stewardship program of c3 Tugra. we are talking about vision builders tonight but we want to reboot our stewardship program reboot our financial responsibility to the lord and i want to talk about that god bless you as you take a seat amen show and tell so it's better together. That's been our theme. We're talking about Vision Builders 215. That's our pledge to the Lord for a year. That's what, That's how we've got this far. Uh, it's been the people who believe in the vision of our church. They have given and created this, allowed this to pop up out of the ground. The ground, that we've been, the ground that we've taken, in fact, has been done by the people in the church, the people that believe in vision. The Bible says, without vision, you perish. Another version says, you dwell carelessly. Carelessly, another version says you're ungovernable, meaning can't put you into any sort of order. you're just a loose jumble of stones. But Bible says, we're living stones built together, offering spiritual sacrifices to God. Anyone heard that scripture? We're living stones, not bricks, not all conformed, but we're living stones built together, offering spiritual sacrifices unto God. I love that. I love that. We're the church the church so here we go love the lord all his faithful people psalm 31 verse 23 24 love the lord all his faithful people the lord preserves those who are true to him but the proud he pays back in full be strong and take heart all you who hope in the lord be strong and take i love this photo if they could put it up it's about. can you see that man helping that man up the the hill Can you see Yeah, I love that. What's that mean? That's our greatest privilege in life is to help people up from the abyss, from hell itself, help them up out of trouble, help them up out of devastation, help them up out of sickness, help them out of depression, whatever it is, help them up unto salvation so that they can be delivered, saved, transformed, and be able to serve their God. That's what I love doing. That's ultimately our greatest privilege greatest opportunity it's in fact an exponential opportunity kind of the next next yeah I love this next one exponential opportunity so the Bible says and I'll prove it in a minute in Philippians it says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather say rather in humility value others above yourself not looking to your own interest but each of you to the interests of others say others in your relationships with one another. Have the same mindset as Christ. As you can see here, there's a circle that says, better for me, my self-interest, me, myself, and I. (laughs) But as you can see, there's broader interest out and about. There's many things that we can, uh, you know, care for and, and, and desire to help and bless. That's those things. That's a better world, better interest. In the middle, where that, where that, joins where your interest joins others' interest, what happens is this. I love this. Exponential opportunity. Can you say that for me? That's where your exponential, say it, exponential. Exponential opportunity is. That's where your great adventure begins. Your selfish life, um, help me, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life, for me, will find it. The world of the generous gets larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller. If you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I'm moving along pretty quickly because I want to let Garth up as quick as I can. The Apostle Paul, he's talking about giving all through that chapter. You can't get away from it. So I've just highlighted a couple of things. I think the PowerPoint will help us with this. And I've highlighted some of the statements through two corinthians chapter nine and it says this ready to give paul says i don't even have to hardly tell you i know when i come to see three tugger you people are ready to give ready to give enthusiasm stirred to action that's what we're trying to do tonight be ready you would be generous gift you had promised whoever sows generously will reap generously God loves a cheerful giver. And if you continue to read on, 2 Corinthians 9, 10 says, Now, say now, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Verse 11, You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous in every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God so you can see this picture that's coming up now and uh, this verse will help us with this understanding as we move on down to verse 12 um, it says this service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people but say but also overflow hang on I've got to back it up you missed it you missed it this service that you perform stand up Garth and Jamie going to Nairobi in six seven weeks time starting a church in Nairobi c3 c3 church in Nairobi it's going to be tough got half their budget they're going by faith they've got a crisis of faith course they have but this service and we declare this over your life this service that you perform that you people perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people are these the Lord's people yes but also flowing overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God And at the end of that chapter, I couldn't help but notice, why do you crazy Christians? Why? Paul says, this is the reason why Christians give. And it's quite clear here. And it says this, 2 Corinthians 9.13, because of the service by which you have proven yourselves, others will praise God for their obedience. That, here it comes, accompanies, here it comes, your confession of of the gospel of christ that's why we give our tithe that's why we give our offerings why because i wasn't always saved i've got to tell my kids why are you so gun ho for jesus Uh, why do you give this large check to the church well you have to understand, kids, Daddy wasn't always saved. Daddy was in the world. Daddy went through the 70s, and it was pretty hurdy-gurdy, and, and, and I nearly was killed. I mean, uh, I talked to another guy this morning who was in the house. He looked like, man, he's been through some hard yards too, and, 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 and he told me the same story. So I don't know how, but I, I was in a complete nosedive in Mexico, drugs and uh, you know all sorts of crazy stuff, and my hair was standing on here, what was left of it, and I say, "My God, I think my story's not even nowhere near that but 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 what are you saying now? Jesus turned up in my room. Jesus turned up in my room. I'm radically saved, have been radically saved for fifteen years. So what does that man say when he comes this morning? My confession in my giving is the gospel. I am changed, set free, I am living unto eternity because of the gospel and that's exactly why we give why do you crazy christians give i give out of my heartfelt acknowledgement and sincere appreciation that i am saved from hell that i'm saved from being a drug addict or or something even worse that i am standing here in my right mind with a beautiful family with generational blessings happening and I say, Jesus, it all belongs unto you for the confession of the gospel. Is that right? That's why Christians give. And if you haven't got that testimony, that's why you don't give. Wow, it's all right. I go to church. There's some bright lights. The music's great. And Yeah, there's some nice friends down there. Yeah, it's all right. It's a pretty faddish thing. I'll probably get over it soon. Yeah, it's not a bad fashion for a while. What's it look like, Christianity? What's it look like? You know, does it look all right? You know, what's it look like? no. You're saved. And your confession should be of the gospel. Okay. How do you give? But I, Pastor Phil, I hear what you're saying. But 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 still uh, uh, okay, so move on down. Keep reading your Bible. Verse <laughs> verse 14 says, Because of the surpassing grace, how do I give? How do I give generously? How do I give to vision builders? How do I give my tithe? This is the key right here, right now. Because of the surpassing grace, verse fourteen. Because of the, I say it again. Someone's missing it. Because of the surpassing grace, God has given you and me. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift that He allows me to be a giver. That He's turned me inside out from being selfish, my in, my own interest, me myself, I. That now I look at others and I go, wow, how they feel and. Man, I wish they were being blessed. I wish they, man, knew Jesus. And man, I wish that. wow, well, I could help more and wish I could give more. That all happens by the grace, the empowering presence of God. The Bible says if you try and save your life, you will lose it. You will grow more diminished. And unfortunately, we see some old people, they get more craggy and more bitter and, and mistrusting and, and it's unfortunate but i see born again believers becoming more radiant giving being generous with a smile trusting people being ready to offer advice and care and help what is that that's all because we were never born to be stingy we were born to be givers and to be generous let's pray and let's pray for vision builders amen as you begin to get your tithes and offerings together you should have filled out your envelopes by now there'll be an POS machine ready to go at the back but i want to pray just before you move i want to pray and thank the lord that we can partner with him and see the gospel touch save heal deliver and transform the lost for eternity this is serious business guys this is what the church is honestly about this is what vision builders is about it's about souls oh it's about money the church wants your money It's not about money. It's about your heart not bowing its knee to materialism and greed and bowing its knee to Christ and being a beautiful, wonderful, giving person. That's what it's about. Father, you said in Ecclesiastes 3.11, you said you put eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. You said, "Lord, the preaching of the word, the preaching of the gospel, can set people free. Just one word can change their life." I, just this week I was watched a YouTube ten minutes of how to minister to yourself. How to this this, this Jewish Jewish Messianic Messianic uh, born again believer, powerful ministry for ten minutes. I watched him on YouTube, and he was saying, "This is what we got to do. We got to minister to ourselves." We're so used to ministering to other people. We've got to minister to ourselves. And that one word changed my life. That one word. This can change lives, the gospel. That's what we give to. Let's believe that the preaching of the gospel can reveal eternity in the hearts of the people around your life, my life, or your workplace. And every person that steps foot through that door, I pray that, Lord God, the gospel message would cause them to be awakened in their heart. We pray for vision builders this Sunday night, Lord, that as people come and be stirred in their spirit. We know, Lord God, there's a crisis of faith to give to you, to be obedient to what you're saying in their heart. We know, Lord God, that they want to respond. But dear God, we know by grace and by faith, when faith meets with grace, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can be that giver. You can be that one that is turned inside and out to be a great lover of God and people even yourself in Jesus name right now we pray father God we pray for the commitment dinner this Thursday we pray for a great success hearts to be responding Lord we want to be vision builders we don't want to be dwelling carelessly we don't want to be going wild we don't want to be ungovernable we want to be people that Lord God march in tune to that drum of salvation father for the confession of the gospel in my soul that comes through my mouth that says Jesus Christ Your Lord of my life I give you everything The world, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.